Welcome to McKnight's Newsmakers Podcast at the Home Care 100 Leadership Conference in Scottsdale, Arizona. We're here getting the latest insights from home care thought leaders. Hi, this is Liza Berger, editor of McKnight's Home Care, and I'm sitting here with Bruce Greenstein of LHC Group. Bruce, it's great to be with you today. You just spoke at um, the Home Care 100 conference. Tell us a little bit about what you spoke about. Yeah, this morning's uh, discussion was with several of the industry's largest companies, uh, CEOs or COOs, or in my case, the chief strategy officer. We really talked about uh, the most pressing issues in our industry today. Uh, Workforce, mainly workforce shortages, and what uh, that has in terms of an impact on our current business and what it looks like in the future. And we spent a fair amount of time on what the landscape of taking risk and contracting with Medicare Advantage looks like. And we capped off a lot of this with uh, a discussion around innovation and what does acute care in the home or more acute than home care uh, look like in the home and what's the possibility of making this a sustainable long-term business. What is LHC Group doing in that area? So we're, um, we're very excited about what's happened during COVID as an opportunity to do more acute care in the home, but we have a long history of doing this already. We uh, partner with hospitals around the country in equity-based joint ventures. And so with that, over 400 hospitals, we've been uh, driving sniff-at-home programs uh, for years and years. And we do it under value-based arrangements and in uh, traditional fee-for-service, modified uh, fee-for-service arrangements. So for us, when COVID hit and hospitals were massively constrained in terms of capacity, and patients and families were really concerned about going uh, into SNFs early on, Uh, we provided an alternative for hospitals to discharge patients both more quickly uh, in their DRG, but also as an alternative destination for uh, the patient and family, which is to the home instead of um, into a SNF. So those programs have uh, not just gone well, but they've been normalized already. We don't consider them some function of uh, innovation at the edge. They've become a standard part of our offerings to our uh, partners. Additionally, we have uh, formed a new joint venture and will be um, participating in the hospital at home market later this year. Uh, The pipeline is full of hospital partners that are eager to work with us and we're building our platform out right now to be able to offer both the waiver as well as um, value-based managed care programs. How many markets are you going to be offering this hospital at home in? Well, we uh, start with our hospital joint venture partners that has uh, about 86 systems and about 426 hospitals. So that's the place where we begin. Uh, And from there, we'll um, continue to work with other hospitals that uh, are interested in building a program with us and uh, that might not be part of our family today. Do you see this then as being a, a major part of your business going forward? You know, when I think about the traditional Uh, numbers in terms of census for these programs. They're not large. So think maybe somewhere between uh, 10 and 25 patients in the acute care phase and then maybe about three to four times that amount for a recovery phase which could last say an additional 20-25 days. So this will be an interesting part of the business 
but it's not likely to be anywhere near uh, what the home health or home care uh, part of the business is for us. We just see it as um, a strategic and a thoughtful way of rounding out the types of services that patients and health systems and health plans need to manage patients across a continuum. It balances out uh, capacity issues for hospitals. When you think about the cost of building another patient tower, it is massive compared to the cost of offering services in someone's already built home. And uh, we also see that the artificial constructs of the way that uh, the Medicare program is put together, it, it is a, it's a government program and lines of services have been in place for many, many years, and healthcare and patient choice continues to change. This allows us to adapt with the way that healthcare moves and patient preferences move and the new opportunities that operating under risk arrangements provides us. Terrific. Um, speaking of risk arrangements, um, you, we talked about how, um, prior to this uh, interview, we talked about, you and I talked about how Medicare Advantage is really becoming a, a major part now of, of the home care strategy. Is that is that the case for LHC Group? So we've been working with managed care plans uh, for a long time. Certainly predates Medicare Advantage. It's when it was Medicare Plus Choice and uh, going back to the original uh, Medicare Part C. But um, we have a concern that the way that contracting works today is massively asymmetric, not fair, and inefficient. And by that, I mean that uh, there's not a recognition for quality, that much of the managed care contracting is done as a take it or leave it. In many cases, uh, large managed care plans have not uh, changed rates over the last, I'll say, several years. In some cases, it could be five, six years. And that hasn't kept up with the cost of providing care. And the ability for managed care plans to now uh, outsource the decisions to conveners and push a, a profit motivation to a third party to keep utilization low and uh, artificially manage a patient's care provides, I think, long-term problems for the home health industry. And because you have several large managed care plans and uh, over 9,000 participating providers, it's very easy to pick off providers to go against one another. And so because this, we have an asymmetry of power, there's not any true semblance of a, a real negotiation. And so unless this industry has a serious wake-up call and understands that working together and providing our services in high-quality networks rather than one-offing uh, each other from a company perspective, I don't think that the trajectory that we're on will change. In fact, if you look at enrollment figures for Medicare Advantage, I think it only gets worse because soon we'll have a majority of Medicare beneficiaries in Medicare Advantage plans. Wow, that's a lot to take in. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening and be sure to listen to our other podcasts from the Home Care 100 Leadership Conference in Scottsdale, Arizona.